What's going on everybody? It's Tasmanian Deity bringing you a little bit of gaming news with the New School Gaming Team. Join with me are my co-hosts. The Fake Baby. And Smoker J. And we're going to jump right into it this week. So, we're going to bring you a little bit of nerd pop culture. Ooh. So, we were talking about it a couple weeks ago, and I just I felt like the need to clear the air since things have been cleared up about the person themselves, and I just don't want to leave it out as kind of a hateful thing. So... Justin Roiland, who yeah. Yeah, what had allegations against him of domestic violence, was dismissed of charges due to lack of evidence against him. So, However, oh yeah. he... Here, I've, I've got it written down. I'll pull it up. It's yeah. still unofficially a creep because that has nothing to do with all the weird text yeah, so, DMs he said. So the so. response that Justin posted was a on Twitter. He put justice and then took a picture of what he wrote out, and I'll read it off real quick. It says, I have always known that these claims were false, and I never had any doubt that this day would come. I'm thankful that this case has been dismissed, but at the same time, I'm still deeply shaken by the horrible lies that were reported about me during this process. Most of all, I'm disappointed that so many people were so quick to judge without knowing the facts. Based solely on the word of an embittered ex trying to bypass due process and have me canceled, that it may have succeeded, even partially, is shameful, however." Or is shameful. However, now that the legal case has ended, I'm determined to move forward and focus both on my creative projects and restoring my good name. He doesn't acknowledge at all all the creepy DMs with him and underage women. Yeah. So or anything like that. There were. It wasn't just this person. You're saying that there were DMs between he, him and multiple like other. So this person, the domestic ones. abuse case, was between him and an ex-girlfriend. Yes. He has separate DMs with him and, like, girls who are responding with, like, I'm in high school, I'm 16, and him saying just terrible things about how they're jail bait and uh, just terrible things I don't want to repeat on here. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a terrible things that it's, like, how obviously you're not getting back into your projects. You're not getting uncanceled. So, And the fact that his apology is not even not apology. His response is... Basically, victim blaming at this point. Yeah, like she was lying. I didn't do anything. I can't to her. believe you guys. Yeah, I can't believe you idiots believed her, and I did nothing wrong. That kind of thing, yeah. and hasn't acknowledged anything about all the other stuff against him. Is just wild. Yeah. Yeah. Terrible person. Yeah. But what a piece. Just so everyone knows, his allegations have been dropped for the domestic violence that we brought up several weeks ago. Yeah. Just, so just to clear the air on that, in case anyone was curious. He did not falsely imprison his ex-girlfriend, because that's some wild shit. Yeah. According to the law, no. Yeah. yeah. Or according to the lack of evidence, no. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You speculate how you want. Yeah. Tell us in the comments. Yeah. You be the judge. Be the people's court. <coughs> What's really happening out there? You can be the judge, just uh, you're not the police. <laughs> but also keep judge, it friendly in the, in the comments. No, no hate speech. Judge Judy like Executioner? That. I'd watch that show. That would be a good show. Judge, jury, executioner, welcome to Judge Judy 2.0. <laughs> judge Judy Executioner. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'd I watch her. I'm a big fucking ass. <laughs> no, she just has a guillotine and people are sitting there on one of those things like this. What are they called? The, the stockade things? Yeah. yeah. They're just sitting in one of those with the guillotine. It comes down, head and hands. I like it. Yeah. I'd watch. Oh, yeah. It has to be like on a different channel. At some point, it would have to be on uh, 
in a guillotine in our D&D campaign, and we should have... Listen, we're trying to add stuff into my campaign. I got the story, Jay. <laughs> right, if anyone's getting guillotined, it has to be Smoke Jay, right? I mean... Well, that's what I was just thinking. I'm just trying to kill off it, <laughs> it can be pretty exhilarating to try to escape from that. But that's what I've got for pop culture news. Uh, only other thing I got over here is that uh, Netflix has announced April 19th, it's Morphin Time. Uh, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers Once and Always is coming out. Yeah. Once and Always? Yeah. So... It's just a revamp on uh, Power Rangers. Okay. Just of a like new the, Power the Rangers 90s series, one, yeah. kind of? I think so. I mean, you can't do Power Rangers any other way than 90s style. Okay. I don't think they're going like the movie style that they did. I think they're going straight up 90s Well, style. I was kind of awesome. hoping, do you guys remember a couple years ago when the Dark Power Rangers trailer come out, came out for like the Dark movie? Where, I mean, the Rangers were extremely dark sided. Um, I think it was one of them had like a cocaine problem and was drug Definitely addicted. Definitely not, no. All right. So, if you haven't seen the trailer for this movie, it ended up getting canceled. They attempted to release it as a rated R movie because the kids who had watched it growing up in the 90s were now all adults and they tried to aim it towards us. But they were like, well, we can't do that because we want to keep it kid-friendly still and release it for future generations. But yeah. check out the trailer because it is so cool. I'm going to show you after the podcast. Uh, so I, take it. I remember the movie they had with uh, the big head was uh, Brian Cranston. That's about it. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Who's Brian Cranston? Brian Cranston. Fucking what? Breaking Bad. How from Malcolm in the Middle, Breaking Bad. The, the break, he is. Yeah. Okay, Walter White. Yeah, Walter White. Does that mean White, it's yeah. time for the battle of the week? No, no not yet. Not yet. <laughs> we barely <laughs> finished the first we, thing. Too many ahead. Get out of here, Jay. Yeah. <laughs> this conversation has nothing to do with my characters from Battle. Of the yes, week. yes, right, yes. Right, right. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> you did one thing. He's like, are we moving on to the end? <laughs> is this over yet? <laughs> oh, all That's right. all I got. Yeah, nerd just, pop culture for us. I do not. All right, let's jump into video game news so we can get to the battle of the week for change. <laughs> All right. You, just, you mentioned one of my characters. <laughs> well, we got a little bit of Blizzard news. Diablo 4, beta's coming out. Super excited. This tomorrow. guy over here was thinking about wanting to play it, and he's I'm like... trying to get it tomorrow, but that's if I'm not doing something else. I got some bad news. You might as well find some other plans. Preemptively, Blizzard has re released a statement on their Twitter warning everyone who's hoping to be able to actually play and enjoy the beta that there are going it's to be, be so massive queue times for the yeah. game. And not only that, they are expecting massive downtime on the servers slash outages in certain areas for basically the entire duration. I mean, of it's it. going to be as bad as Dragonflight, probably. It's going to be worse. Well, we spent the whole first night of that. I made it to the island to get this. Because connected. World of Warcraft has established servers. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And like these servers aren't even live yet. It's the first time they're flipping that switch. All right, Skyrim it is. Yeah. So <laughs> I mean, don't, don't, don't not try to play it if you're looking forward to it. But I warned you. But don't play. <laughs> <laughs> but I warned you. You may not be able to. You're play. not getting it. Um, in lighter news, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. For anyone that's a big fan of that, the last Ronin. We've brought up the comic several times on this it's podcast. Expensive comic. <clears throat> Great comic as well. It is getting a video game made after it. Oh, shit. And not only that, the video game, its creation, and the play style is being inspired by God of War. Yeah, so they're going, from what I've Isn't read, it? way darker with it. And obviously the story to The Last Ronin is, uh, it's a mystery at the time, but there's only one Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle left 
all the other ones have been killed by foot soldiers or shredder They're or something. And it doesn't reveal who it is until like the end of the last Ronin. But this is going to be following that story. So it's going to be way darker, way more God of War. So we won't spoil who the last you know, Ninja I, Turtle I is. I definitely did like two podcasts ago. Yeah. You did? Oh, yeah. Because we talked about a comic that's coming out. Oh, that's yeah. About him yeah. Again. All right. Well, we won't spoil it in this one. So don't look back on two podcasts ago if you don't want to spoil it. <laughs> <laughs> so who, what who platforms is. is this coming out for? All of the major platforms, yeah, they excluding haven't released, like, the Nintendo really. Switch. Yeah. Because it's a darker game, I'm going to assume no Nintendo Switch, just they kind of stay away from rated M games. Yeah. Yeah. Switch is normally left out of a lot of that stuff, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. The, the most violent game I think they get is Call of Duty. And that's yeah, rated probably. T now. Yeah. Oh, well. Yeah. So, other video game news, we've got <laughs> something a little crazy. So, anyone out there that's a Bayonetta fan, right? Bayonetta 1, 2, 3, or any of the spin-off series out there, the creator of the game, Hideki Kayama, made an extremely crazy statement online the other day. And he said that due to his new game called Bayonetta, Kriza and the demon lord or something like that like there's no direct translation in english right. yet so i was doing it was the article i was reading was doing their best at translating it fair enough um regardless he's saying it's going to create a massive boom in marriages and the reason he thinks this is because it'll make men want children that are like the protagonist of the series kreza thus causing a marriage boom Okay, so it has nothing to do with Bayonetta, actually, just the side character. Yeah, they, Them wanting a child like, like the character. Like the protagonist, Kreeza. This must be one cool kid. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> this, this, has this kid to... comes in and hits the jukebox. Like, hey. He's got to be cooler than Sora <laughs> and Riku combined. Like, I thought when you were like, Bayonetta, it's going to drive all these marriages and everything, it was because he made Bayonetta like, even I hotter, thought, sexier. Yeah, I thought he was just going to be like, oh, you thought her F cups were great? Well, here's some Z cups. <laughs> and they explode. <laughs> or something. I've never played a Bayonetta game, but every time I've seen the character, I go, who plays this? Yeah. <laughs> she's, if anyone doesn't know, she's basically a chick with really big boobies and guns and yeah, she that's just, it. she's that's like the whole story an, an again. assassin kind of thing <laughs> i don't know but it has a crazy great reviews the fans seem to love it always does well in japan but i mean kind of really out there of a statement to say always hey always does well in japan eh? always, always. <laughs> but hey you play this game you're gonna want to get married so go check it out <laughs> uh, a little bit of respawn news got a new star wars shooter coming out a first person Ooh. shooter from Respawn Entertainment, which if you don't know, I believe they are the creators of... It's not coming to me. <laughs> Didn't they do Apex, I Apex Legends? I can, I can see it popping up. I, Yeah. Respawn? I'm pretty sure. EA I could see the logo popping up in front of a game, but I just like, it's not coming to me. Yeah, anyways, they've made tons of major AAA games. So I'm really not too worried. Oh, did they make the new, latest Star Wars game? Probably. Jedi Survivor and Fallen Order? I assume if they're making another Star Wars game and they're producing it, then yeah, probably. Okay, yeah, maybe that's where we saw them. But anyways, they said it's taking massive inspiration from some of the classic games. Nice. But two that they named that it's taking the most inspiration from is Star Wars Dark Forces and Star Wars Dark Forces 2, which I've Dark never played. Dark Forces? I don't even know if I've heard you of You ever one. heard of these ones? Yeah. I'm thinking Strike Force or whatever yeah. it's I've, I've never heard of the these one? ones, but I've played... Or Force Unleashed. That's Force Unleashed I've tried. That I've done Republic Commando. I remember when that came out for the um, Wii. It was pretty good. What was the one where you played as Darth Vader's apprentice? Death Star or whatever his name is. Death something. No. 
I have no idea. Star Killer about. something. Star Killer. I think that's his name. It's something like that. Maybe I. Just, it was it's really not out there. To me. Anyways, that game was a blast, but I don't think those were Dark Forces. Maybe no. it was. Maybe no, it wasn't. This one is not coming to me at all. All right. Well, that's all I have for video game news at the <laughs> moment. I have one more little bit, but I'm gonna let you guys get into something before I say get into this one. All right. Fair enough. Uh, Epic Games held a showcase on the 22nd called State of Unreal, where they showed off some of the games created using Unreal Engine 5 that they're getting into. Uh, Unreal Engine 5 uh, has been very popular with cinemas or cinematic universes lately. Yeah. Where. It hasn't been as much video games as it's been movies, which is weird. I forgot to mention, yeah. going off your Unreal Engine 5, is that the new Star Wars first-person first mm -hmm. shooter I wrote in my note here is that it is going to be ran yeah. and created off of Unreal Engine 5. They showed well. some uh, games on Unreal Engine 5, like uh, Senua's Saga Hellblade 2, which is second one of Senua's Hellblade. That Never was, played it. What was That it? was a game, I think it came out, I want to say like 2015, 2017, somewhere in there. Um, they w it's one? like a Viking game. I think it was P PC, maybe PlayStation, Xbox as well. Okay, okay. Um, I got it for PC. It it was a Viking game that was supposed to depict depression like really well. Okay. And it kind of did that. It was pretty popular. Um, <coughs> but they showed off Sorry, uh, just a cinematic trailer for it, and it looked, I mean, movie quality better than the Blizzard usual. Cinematic okay. trailers for stuff, which is saying something, because Blizzard does cinematic trailers insanely well. They do. Amazing. But, like, you could see the sweat dripping down their face and the pores and stuff, and I was like, well, wow, that's pretty that cool. looks good. That's uh, they showed off Lords of the Fallen, which looks basic uh, Dark Souls-esque game, kind of. Okay. Doesn't look anything special. Um, Infinitesimals, which is a backyard bug open world game, this. which yeah. seems strange, but it showed it off the open world aspect so good. of Unreal Engine 5, and it looked like pretty good for an open world thing. Uh, and then they also have Fortnite will be using Unreal Engine for their new revamp game type called Fortnite Creative 2.0, which is going to be a lot of community maps and stuff created using Unreal Engine 5. Like, they just brought the original map back using this, and it looks great. Okay. So, I'm excited to see so what's no going to happen with Unreal Engine. So, no Battle Royale in this 2.0 No, it's. Or? I think it's mostly just community-created maps kind of thing, okay. seeing what other people can do with Unreal Engine. Will you have game. access to this via your standard Fortnite download? I believe so, yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm assuming you'd have to get an update maybe for Unreal Engine, something yeah. like that, yeah. Well, that sounds cool. I'll have to check that out. Yeah. Um, only other thing I got is Lego 2K Driving coming May 19th. 2K this Driving? This looks so stupid and so fun. It looks like an open-world Lego car game but, it, I mean, the graphics look great for a Lego game. So it's kind of like Forza Horizon? Yes. But the fun part about it is you get to build your car with Legos and say, I don't know, you build a really cool car in this game and you're like, I want to build that in real life. Well, guess what? All you got to do is press some button in the game and it'll give you the step-by-step -step guide of how you built that with Legos and give you a, you can print it off, whatever, send it to yourself and build it with actual Legos. Because it's a Lego game. That's kind of cool. Yeah, it's but it's going to be player? some like Grand Theft Auto Lego. Basically. Build anything you want to build. Like, could I make my car? Car-wise. Yeah, but could I make my car look like I'm driving the Death Star down the road? I don't know how creative it's going to be. I'm assuming it's a Lego game. It's got it, and it, they're talking about how creative it is. It's got to be pretty 
open well, to interpretation. Well, like if I get to piece by piece design my car, I could basically just put wheels on a Death Star and be driving probably, a Death Star. Probably, down the road. but I'm not gonna say yes because I don't know. That would be cool. <laughs> Is it multiplayer? I believe it's multiplayer. All right, so that'll we're be sweet. All getting it and playing it on release. Yeah. Oh yeah, that sounds like it'll. <laughs> it be does fun. look like a fun game. Yeah. Uh, May nineteenth. That's Lego not too far 2K away. Drive. Yeah. I'm yeah. gonna be out of town that weekend, but as soon as I can find. Let us down. All right. Yes, check that one out. That's all you got. What you got for video game news? No video game news. All oh, right. Well, man. let's let's jump into a little bit of a tragic slash crazy story that happened recently in some gaming news. All right. So as everybody knows, swatting is a thing out there in the streaming community. And for those of you that don't know, it's where essentially someone online calls the police on you and they say something that you're basically doing something really bad and horrible to where they send out a SWAT team immediately to your house. Yeah, you, you get doxxed online, which means your address gets leaked. Somebody grabs your address and goes, uh, this guy's got a knife or a weapon or something. He's holding his family hostage. And then police don't ask questions. They're coming in. Yeah. yeah. And so an argument was on Call of Duty. It broke out between Call of on two Call of Duty players. It would be Call of Duty. It would be Call of Duty. Um, so... Trying to figure out, I broke, the story was so a mess, I was trying to piece it together as I was reading about it. Um, so, Andrew Finch was swatted during a game of Call of Duty after an argument had ensued um, between two players. Sadly, the police were on edge due to the nature of the call that had been left and rushed to the scene. Andrew Finch was fatally wounded in the process, resulting in the first fatality from an online swatting. Oh, shit. That's not the first fatality. It is. Plenty of people have died. No, nope, this is the first one. It happened five years ago. It's first, but, oh, five years ago. Yeah, okay, but maybe, I, yeah. I'm getting to the point. Uh, Casey Viner and Shane Gaskill were playing Call of Duty World at War II. When they began arguing, uh, Vickers then threatened swatting against Gaskill, who provided an address that he had previously lived at, effectively daring Viner to act against him. The address shared was that of the Finch's family, where Vine, where, and he had pre previously mm -hmm. lived there, and it was the address where the Finch family was living. Viner reached out to a third-party member who had called the Wichita police, leading to the home being surrounded by police. Upon exiting his home, Andrew Finch was fatally shot and pronounced dead less than 30 minutes later. Wow. So dumb. Um, now, five years had gone by since this first incident. And finally, the family has received some restitution for the event that has happened and have been given a settlement of $5 million for the loss of their beloved family member, Andrew Finch. And, I mean, it took them five years, and but at least they got a little bit of justice for what happened. I'm remembering now this third party that he called to call the police because he didn't do it himself. I believe this guy went to jail, and he was very famous online for doing multiple swattings and, like, took pride in the fact that he yes. would swat people. Yep. Yeah, and he had no remorse for this, and he was like, they're the dumb ones giving me their address. Just send the police to them. Yep. It was like, what's wrong with but that? But Casey so Viner, Shane Gaskill, and the third party, who they won't name anymore. Mm -hmm. um, I can't remember his name either. I was trying to find out online when I was looking it at just, it just, like, but, came back to me. I've heard yeah. it on a podcast somewhere. Um, all three of them, though, are serving jail time. Yeah, The as only they person involved in the scene who is not doing any jail time at all was the police officer who had fatally wounded him. 
Well, yeah, because, I mean, as far as he knows, it's going down, yeah. and he's high-intensity situation. Not that what he did is right by any means, but as I far mean, as he knows, shoot first, ask questions. From later, what I read, and I didn't want to say it because from what I was reading, I couldn't gather that it was 100% true. Mm -hmm. So, mind you, take this with a grain of salt. This was not backed up, and from this, what I'm saying right now is from a third-party site that was completely necessarily not really reliable. But the call that did come in, the report had said allegedly that he had a gun and was killing people in his house, had yeah. already killed his family. So he's coming in thinking this man's already murdered a his bunch of His family, and he's, he's about to just run out with I his come gun. In, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, the police officer responded with extreme hostile forces. But I mean, I don't blame him, but had he looked and realized he didn't even have a gun in his hand, no. I mean, but... Some dude comes charging out of the house after you're told he's crazy. You're going to be a little on edge. Yeah, it's crazy, and thank, good thing they got you out there. Yeah, but may he rest in peace, and thankfully that his family got some restitution for what had happened. Yeah. But I can't believe it took him five years. But that was the first actual online swatting fatality. Just a reminder, do not swat people. It is not so, funny. So dumb. So dumb. It is not funny. It's a waste of resources. <laughs> it's a waste of time. It's super scary, and people could die. So just don't do it, everyone. Yeah. All right, what are we on to next? We are on anime news. But a boom! Yeah. So let's what you throw got it over there? to let's let's start our anime news with Jay's uh, review of what we gave him last weekend. Ooh, what did we ask Jay to uh, watch? This week I watched Food Wars. So, what is Food Wars? Food Wars is like a give us your breakdown. Yeah. We'll tell you what we. Think. It's like a food competition anime. I don't know. So basically, it opened up to this girl judging a cooking challenge, and then like when she tried the food, she like started moaning sexually. Uh, the golden tongue. Um, yep. No, no, that comes later. Okay, okay. Um, oh, you're right. This, then, is, this is in his dad's restaurant, isn't it? Yeah. And then so, like next, she eats some like squid thing, and there's like this weird like squid hentai scene. That part was weird. It was like peanut butter octopus or something. It's because he peanut wants to squid. make weird stuff that nobody's done before. Man, what I'm the with fuck this kind guy. of shit do you want? I'm with this guy. It was, for lack of better words, tentacle porn. And out of nowhere! And it just happened on the TV. This is not a show you should watch by anyone because some weird shit's going to happen on your TV. But so, you got a little hungry watching the actual food, right? No! no. <laughs> not the part where their clothes pop out. <laughs> but like the actual food, not the squid. But like some of the food they made in the first couple episodes, you were like, that doesn't look too bad. No? No. no. Maybe, maybe the first episodes aren't the good ones. I don't no. Know. <laughs> the only thing that looked kind of decent was, I'm not going to lie, that bacon-wrapped potato thing did look kind of good. And then when all four of the people tried it, and their clothes burst off. And then there was like the weird like bisexual sex scene. Yes. <laughs> Where all the guys were just like yes. jizzing yes. over like this food together. Listen, listen, listen. No. It's a food anime with the, the clothes popping off part is just ridiculous. Food gasm. Yes, it is. Food gasm. But it's wrapped in this weird anime trope of like, we all know the, the, the stuff where like it's one hero and he's like, 
hiding his powers kind of thing. Yeah, and he's like fighting his way through the world and they have these typical things where like, you think you could defeat me with that kind of power? Like that kind of thing, but it's wrapped in a food cooking show. <laughs> it's so weird. It's, it's so, so weird. over it's the so top. Strange. I almost feel like it's trying to make fun of that genre. I, yeah, I watched all, I watched both the seasons. <laughs> oh my God. There's, I, it's an anime I, I put on when I, when I want to get hungry. There's way too much moaning. Hungry. I don't know how, yeah, hungry. <laughs> hungry. I guess that's his word for it. <laughs> no, no, no. Psychosolitonical <laughs> porn really gets your appetite I guess so. Got real hungry watching those squids. <laughs> Man, I don't know. So, so what do you th- let's give it a rating out of ten. What do you think? I give it a solid one and a half out of ten. A one and a half for Food Wars. There's going to be so many angry people. All right, Jay, Jay's a little rough. I will give it a solid Multi-rating right here, 10 out of 10 on animation. Its artwork looked great. Its pu- colors it look were popping. I'll give you that. And, I mean, just in general right there, the, just those two categories really does get bring it to at least, I'd say, a then, 5. Then you're like, the story brings it down. But Yeah, so it would, it's at a 10, and then the way the story is kind of brings it down to a 5. So I'll put it at just a solid 5 because the artwork, animation, and, like, that side of it, they knocked it out so of the park. So where I'm at is the story brings it down to a 5. And then the moaning brings <laughs> it down to like a four and a half. I'm like, oh yeah. And then the tentacle porn scene brings it down to that 1.5. Uh, I don't think you're going to like our next recommendation for you. This is one that Wonka has yet to make it through one episode of because yes. of one particular scene, which Jay will see next week when he reviews this. We're going to recommend Goblin Slayer for next week. You're going to watch three episodes of it. You have to make it through the first episode. You're going to promise me that you'll go through the first episode and keep going. When he watches right. it, if he hasn't watched it by next time I'm with him, I'll turn it on and watch it with him because I haven't mm. even finished the first episode. There, listen, there's a scene in the first episode. I'm not giving anything away. That is a lot to get through. And you recommended this completely I, serious to watch. Other, like other than the one scene there like, and like one scene way later in the show that's pretty much the exact same scene again, it is a phenomenal I anime. didn't even know there was a second one. That's going to be rough. It is but. a phenom- phenomenal anime. It's just one scene where you're going to be like, that. whoa. I mm-hmm. used to respect your taste in cinema. I don't think Food Wars is by any means a great anime. I just, yeah, uh, this, I've watched it all. This other one, just is, out of curiosity. This other one is scaring me. It's just the one scene. Sean made it through and he loves it. Sean said it's one of his favorites of all time. I don't think that necessarily I think you're going to like it. It's just that one scene that's hard to get through for some people. All right. Well, I guess Who we're going to see. All right. Gavin Slayer next week. All right. Let's go to actual anime news. All right. So... Solo leveling anime trailer is out now. It's one of this guy's other favorites. He's recommended it to me. I read the manga, was on one of the few mangas I've actually read through because I I usually do if if it's colored web comics, I can do those. The black and white ones, they lose me. But I mean, honestly, it was pretty good. And since the trailer's out, at the end of the trailer, it <laughs> reveals for a winter release. So That's this awesome. year, 2023, this winter, without pushbacks, we're getting a little bit of solo leveling. I will be watching that. Pretty excited. Um, we got a couple of animes that this site threw on the hot list of 2023 of new animes to come out. So I'm, I'm not talking like... Take s- from my spring list that I got here? Maybe. I'm not talking like... <laughs> 
season two, season three kind of thing. Brand new animes, never released. If yet. I had to guess without looking at your sheet, first one on there, it maybe, is Hell's Paradise. Incorrect. No? All right, give it to me. We've got Metallic Rogue. I don't even have that as one. As the number one to watch anime of 2023. I'm going to have to write that one down. We have Undead Murder Farce. Interesting. As number two. And this one, they said that the name is in works. It may change, but currently the name for the number three anime is Bloody Escape. Those, those, camp, those weren't on the spring 2023 anime releases for Crunchyroll for me. Well, they are on the 2023 hot list of new animes to watch. Interesting. So they must be coming out later on or and something. And the title of this article was The Big Three 2023. Interesting. I'll have to give all of those a jot down and look them up later. Absolutely. Um, I just got the spring 2023 anime releases from Crunchyroll, and I noted down some that seemed interesting, we've gone over before, or had a funny name that I thought we should look into. All right, what you got? Uh, first one, we got Hell's Paradise coming out April 1st. I went over this a little bit in a few podcasts ago. It's basically a Naruto-esque story or a yeah. Full Metal Alchemist type of story. Yeah, that yeah. would be more... I'm actually pretty excited yeah. for this. Um, that one sounds pretty good. Uh, this one I wrote down just because the name just sounded The Aristocrats Otherworldly Adventure Serving Gods Who Go Too Far. Oh, that's my shit. <laughs> that one is basically Serving Gods Who Go Too Far. Yeah. I just, I'm getting hentai vibes it's, already. It's definitely got an isekai vibe to it. Is that the term I'm looking yeah. for? Isekai? Um, it's got a vibe to that where it's kid goes to another world, like revive there kind of thing. It's going to be a female, isn't it? And the gods give him overwhelming power that he oh, has hey. to hide, basically. It's a girl? I believe Guy so, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then two female gods or something like that. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Exactly. Gotcha. Um, Dr. Stone, New World, coming out April 6th. <laughs> Everybody knows Dr. Stone, so... Yeah. Could be good. Not the greatest, Not but a fan, nice yeah. in-betweeny. This one, once again, wrote down because the name just sounded amazing. I got a cheat skill in another world and became unrivaled in the real world, too. <laughs> I like that title. <laughs> I got a cheat skill. It sounds very basic, normal, isekai-type anime kind of shit. It gave me Matrix vibes. Yeah. I got a skill in another world that made me better in this world. Exactly. That gave me Matrix vibes. Um, the Legendary Hero is Dead, coming out April 6th. We went over this a couple weeks ago, obviously, uh, if you didn't watch that. Um, the Legendary Hero steals away the Demon King like six years ago or something, and some random guy in a town is basically setting up like a pitfall trap in front of his house or something to protect it. Wakes up the next morning, the hero's dead inside of it. Yeah. And then he is now the hero for some reason. Like when he looks in the mirror, it's him. And he has to go through life being the hero now. Sounds kind of cool. Seemed it kind of interesting. That's um, a new one or a new season? New series coming out. Okay. It's already a manga. It's coming out anime gotcha, now. Gotcha. This one's a long-running manga that's coming out as an anime now that seemed pretty interesting called Mashal, Magic and Muscles. It looks like some Black Clover kind of stuff. It's about a world of magic where magic is a powerhouse and everything. And then one kid who's grown up in the woods and prioritizes working out over anything. So he comes in just beefcake style. Okay. Could, could be, exactly. be kind of good. Uh, Summon to Another World for a Second Time coming out April 8th. I have read slightly a slight amount of the webcomic for this. Um, basically just gets summoned to the same world he already got summoned to once to save 
And it sounds so familiar. It happens in most of the mangas and animes that yeah, come out today. It's it's just like a trope of anime now is that they're getting summoned to another world. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we got Mobile Suit Gundam, The Witch from Mercury, coming out April 9th. I don't know anything about it. Do you want to know what the witch means in Is that a the type Gundam of Gundam? Universe? Do you want to know? I, sure. Why because not? if you want to know, you're going to have to check it out. <laughs> Jeez. Because, no, I'm serious. That was the big thing. I was like, I've actually always been wondering. And I clicked on it because it was totally a bait click thing for me to read it. It's like, you're going to have to check out the show to find oh, out. God. And I was like, well, thanks for that. <laughs> uh, we got Ranking of Kings, The Treasure Chest of Courage, coming out April 13th. I've watched very little of this. It kind of, it was too slow for me to get into. It's about like uh, this otherworldly kingdom where this, the first prince is basically this little kid who was born without the ability to speak and is just like weak and pathetic. Poor guy. And basically finds this like shadow thing on the ground person that's like, they're like kinda assassins like in this. Yeah. Okay. They're like assassins in this world. But like he doesn't know that because his parents were killed or something. Okay. And it's about basically him rising to become the next king while being absolutely pathetic. Hmm. Yeah. Does he get any power from the shadow thing? No. The shadow thing can obviously go like under doors. It's like assassinations for him. It's real weird. It's like 2D on the ground. It's very strange. Okay. But yeah. Um, I think he, he uses the ability of just friendship and loving people. Gotcha. <laughs> it's nice. the worst one. Exactly. <laughs> but any, that's all I got for uh, got Spring 2020. Oh, I got so much anime. That's here. what I was thinking. <laughs> all right, we can move on to comics then. All right, what you got, my guy? Uh, I got riding on the coattails of the D&D movie. We got oh. D&D's Dungeons & Dragons Saturday Morning Adventures number one coming out on March 29th. This is bunch of kids from the real world get sucked into another universe where they're in the Dungeons and Dragons world. And now they have to find a way to get home. So how old are the kids? Uh, it, from the sound of it, it seemed like they were uh, just in the teenage years. Are they their ages or do they take on the full persona I don't of the character? Know. I assume they take on the persona of the character, but I don't. That'll be kind of interesting. Yeah. Uh, we got Songs of Dead, Afterlife number one, coming out on March 29th. This is from Vault Comics, and it's just a story about this necromancer girl who can talk to spirits and whatnot, and it seemed kind of interesting. Okay, so talk um, to spirits. It's kind of like a little bit of a also, uh, John Constantine vibe? A little bit. A little bit? Um, it seemed more childish than that, if gotcha. anything. Yeah. Right. Um, it had an $8 cover price. Really? Yeah. For a comic. You know what? Some of them are doing that lately. Yeah, it's on. I feel like it's, you know what it is? When you go into the comic shop and you check out the ones that are almost like a hardcover, but almost, they're not, yeah. and they're like super laminated. I get what you're saying. Yeah. I feel like that's what those ones are lately, and they've just upped the price of them. Probably because yeah. paper costs or something went up, but hmm. who knows? Uh, and then we got It's Jeff, number one, coming out on March 29th. This is about Jeff the Land Shark, and it's a one-shot comic. Jeff the Land Shark. Jeff the Land Shark is a random character in the Marvel Universe who just is in the background most of the time in pretty much everything. Um, yeah, he's just a shark with legs like a dog. Okay. And he acts like a dog. It's supposed to be some real childish cartoony, just 
follow Jeff in this one-shot comic <laughs> as nice. he goes around the Marvel sounds Universe. Sounds fun. You should definitely pick it up. That sounds like it'll be a cool collectible to have. Yeah, I mean, that, that's uh, the three that I came up with this week. Even if it's not even worth anything, I'm probably going to go out and pick those up just because yeah. that's one of the wacky ones to have in your collection. You never know. You find the uh, Jeff first appearance, which is probably in some random Avengers comic or something, yeah. something weird. Uh, who knows? Maybe later on they just add like a random Jeff cameo in some movie and then so everybody loves it and it takes off. Yep. Mm -hmm. I mean, it seems like a fun character. Yeah. I mean, could be fun. I mean, Momo, Appa, stuff like that. True, Best yeah. characters in some of them. I mean, that's anime, but still. Still, yeah. yeah. I'm waiting to see how they do Appa in the new Avatar movie, Avatar show. <laughs> as long as it's not Opa. You mean Ang? Ang, <laughs> Soka, Opa. They just uh. took a bison and kind of spray painted them a little bit. I wouldn't doubt that at all. Yeah. I mean, they got great characters for that show. Great people playing some characters in that. We'll see. Speaking of great characters, do we have any more comic news or... Or anime? Comic yeah. anime? I think we're on to... Battle, battle of, of the Week! week. <laughs> battle of the Week! Where's my battle? Alright, so I'll kick us off this week just Before. to uh, do a quick little one. I don't think Jay's familiar with this character, and some of our viewers may not be, but it's Gamma Bunta. And for those of you that don't know, Gamma Bunta is essentially a giant toad, referred to as the Dragon Toads. Um, he's also extremely efficient in karate and martial arts, but on top of that, he wields a massive samurai. He's basically sword. the size of the building we're in. Yeah, I mean, or a mountain. He's tall, too. He's like oh, the size yeah. of a mountain. He's huge. He's from the Naruto series. So, Gamma Bunta versus Shenron. 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 Shenron, the Wish Dragon. So Shenron is a from the Dragon Ball series. He is a massive dragon. That okay. he's is, the one they collect all seven Dragon Balls and they go, oh, Shenron, yeah. hear me. <laughs> I choose Shenron. So Shenron doesn't actually fight until he. Well, what's canon? Because in GT he, he mixes an yeah, ultimate. Yeah, he's Shenron. no longer canon. That's not canon. So he never fights. He does threaten them a couple times, and the like only he definitely time could. But he, then he gets scared of the gods. He's super afraid of the gods. I think Shenron wins just the fact that he's a dragon, which beats Toad. I'm just. You'd think so, but he beats Snake too. So I mean, true, he beats true, Snake in the show, true. the giant snake god. So he is also like a god as well. You got to remember that they're both god level creatures. But he also knows karate and has a sword. Hmm. But, I mean, Shenron's magic and can, I mean, probably... Just I, without seeing the fighting that Shenron can do, I want to go Toe, but also Shenron is a wish-granting dragon. That's what I'm that's saying. That's ginormous. I feel like he could just grant whatever wish he needed to in that moment. Yeah, I don't know how it works, but I, w I want to go Shenron. Jay? I'm going Shenron. All yeah. right, that's also what I was thinking, but Gamabunta, if he had the drop on him, gone. But... We'll give it to Shenron for his super magic abilities. All right, I've got Edward Elric from Full Metal Alchemist versus Overhaul from My Hero Academia. So who is Overhaul? Uh, well, let's, let's start with Edward. Edward Elric is the Full Metal Alchemist <laughs> oh, from Full wait. Metal Alchemist. Uh, he's got one metal arm and one metal leg, and he can use alchemy just by clapping his hands. So he doesn't actually have to draw a transmutation circle or anything. So he can basically build up or destroy anything he wants as long as he knows what the material is. Overhaul from My Hero Academia is a super villain whose power is basically the same thing, which whatever he touches, he can dismantle and recreate as long as he knows what the material is. Oh, Birdbeak Man. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Overhaul. Overhaul, no doubt. 
like you remember when he went 100 percent and mm-hmm. fused himself with someone else that's fair that's fair i mean they both basically have the same power and edward took down scar who also has an, an, an enhanced power of his an enhanced power of overhaul no of uh edwards oh yeah i mean he's basically a super alchemy yeah <laughs> i i mean he is the he the child of a human philosopher stone so essentially, for he has the souls kind of a, um, half oh, a million right. people inside of his body. Yeah, but none of it really goes over to Edward. It doesn't really go over to him, but it definitely boosted his alchemy power. No, his alchemy power got boosted when he did human transmutation and could see the truth. So that he could do I guess alchemy without true. a yeah, circle. He went through the gates and met the, saw the truth. And so um, he just does alchemy by clapping his hands. Hmm. I'm going with Edward. I'm sticking with Edward now. The bird he basically dead. just has to, just like when he fights Scar, every time Scar goes to touch him, he basically has to dodge him. He basically just has to do that with overhauls, just not let him touch him. Yeah. I'm going overhaul still. Overhaul's so damn quick. I mean, he's so fast compared to Scar. If we're going 100% overhaul, I'd probably go overhaul too. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. He's, he's insane. It's close. It's definitely close. It's close. I mean, right. Edward took down Bother. Yeah. I don't know either of these characters. So Full Metal Alchemist is my favorite anime the of best all time. You for anyone that has never We're not watched, recommending it because we want you to watch funny ones. Too. Yeah. For anyone that's never watched anime, you say you don't like anime, you won't watch it. Watch this one. You can't say that. I, because I've, I was with a girl that we were watching that Dragon Prince show and she loved it. And the second I was like, well, let's get her into Full Metal Alchemist. It's a good transition into anime. She couldn't get with the, the mouth movement. Gotcha. Yeah. The Full Metal Alchemist, the early seasons, they just like open the mouth and close. They don't like mouth out the words with it like gotcha. a normal anime. So she was like, it's not matching up. I can't do this. I haven't even so noticed like, that, honestly. God. I love that one exactly. so much. Exactly, because you just get through it. Yeah. So good. It also has some of the saddest scenes. Edward. Oh, God. <laughs> Edward. Yep. Oh, man. Watch it. Watch it. All right. For my battle of the week. Here we go. I'm going with Battle of the Sitcom Dads. We got Ooh. Hal from Malcolm in the Middle versus Red Foreman from that 70s show. Who? Hal from Malcolm, Malcolm in the Middle versus So, was Red that the Foreman guy you were saying was Walter White? Yeah. Yes. But in this, he's, just, he's exactly what every 90s dad was for a poor-ish three-kid three family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Four-kid. Mm. Older brother. Oh, Five you're right. I forgot on. about him, yeah. Red Foreman. He's got my vote. I feel like Red would just intimidate him before he has to actually fight. And Red was in the army. Hal wasn't. Yeah. and He was if, like a general in the army or some shit. Even if they did fight, Red's going to try and put his foot in his so ass. So far up his ass. And if he <laughs> succeeds to actually getting it in there, that's TKO, my guy. I mean, at the time, Hal was definitely younger. But, yeah, Red Foreman. All He's got right. the combat training. Yeah. Now, the next round... Ooh, multi-round fight? Here we go. Red Foreman from That 70s Show versus Randy Marsh from South Park. Oh, Randy. Randy. Who is Randy Marsh? Randy Stan's dad. Stan Darsh's dad. (laughs) He's the one that was hoarding all the cats in the attic, cheesing? No, that that was Gerald that was cheesing. Randy has a reputation for... uh, Have you ever seen the baseball fighting episode? I don't think so. Where they're playing t-ball and he just has to fight every game that they're at. Is he the one in the blue shirt? Yes. Okay. Yes, the geologist. Yes. (laughs) I, I go 
Randy because he's he's willing to throw down already. Oh yeah, dude. Randy's an animal. <laughs> yeah, Randy. Even though Red's got the combat training, Randy's got it. Randy's crazy, and you don't fight crazy. So I thought if this was America. This, this is America. <laughs> <laughs> Randy's got that one. Alrighty. Well, I think that's it for this week. Are you guys ready to get back to the stream? I am. I can't wait to it. Me too. All right, let's run some marbles, guys. Let's do it. Well, it's been a blast, and as always, I'm Tasmanian Deity. I'm the Thick Baby. And I'm Smoke J. Don't forget to check out the other New School Gaming podcasts available on all podcasting platforms, as well as our Dungeons & Dragons series available on YouTube. And check out the New School Project podcast available on all podcasting platforms. Have a great day, guys. We'll see you on the stream. It's been a blast, everyone.